there are outliers that just don't want to do it. You got to be self-motivated, but it's just like anything else. I tell people, I'm like, look, commit to making yourself do it for the first week, even though you don't want to do it, just suck it up and do it for one week. At the end of the first week, you're going to feel better and it's going to motivate you to keep doing it. So it's just really learning to push yourself. You know, you're not always going to be motivated. That's why you got to be committed. That's why in my book, the whole first part is it's called mental fitness because fitness is mental. Everything is, it's all mental. So it's just really changing your mindset on everything. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Today, I am joined by my dear friend, Teresa De Pasquale. And we are going to be talking all things fitness. Now, Teresa is one of my favorite fitness gurus for women, and she is going to shed some real truth on why women of all ages should be weight training. Now, I personally love that Teresa is going to share her wisdom today because although I love working out, I don't talk about it that much here on the Essentially You podcast, but working out has always been a big part of my life since I was in high school. Because back in the day, like way back in the day, when I was in high school, I played soccer and that was where I first learned how to work out and it has stuck with me ever since. I honestly can't imagine my life without moving my body and lifting weights. It has been such a big part of my lifestyle. It's how I reduce stress levels. It's how I get more energy. I mean, there's just so many great benefits to working out and most specifically lifting weight. So I know we're going to be debunking some pretty big myths around weightlifting for women. Now, before I have Teresa come on and share the importance of lifting weights with you, I wanted to let you know that I have started releasing two podcast episodes each week on Tuesdays and Fridays. Now, this will be the second week this year. And so far, I am hearing from you and you are loving it. This is actually going to be our second Friday podcast. So thank you so much for listening in. Now we have a lot of epic interviews lined up for the new year and you are not going to want to miss out. I'm interviewing some of your favorite doctors and experts like Dr. Jolene Brighton, Dr. Alan Christensen, Ocean Robbins, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, and so many more. So keep a lookout for two new episodes each and every week from here on out. And I will personally be showing up a little bit more with some of my favorite exclusive topics on hormone health that I have a feeling you are going to love, like my upcoming episode next week on three critical reasons why your hormones need a detox. Now, these are all topics related to my upcoming book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, and my 14-day hormone detox program, which is an ultimate game changer if you are ready to reset your hormones to lose stubborn weight, banish cravings, boost that energy, and get more deep, restful sleep. More details to come on my new program on next week's podcast. Now, I also want to take a moment and just give you an epic thank you for supporting my upcoming book. You know, I wrote this book with you in my heart. And it has been such a beautiful labor of love, almost two years in the making, probably a couple thousand hours. And what's been so great is that for the last five weeks, this upcoming book, which hasn't even released yet, it won't release until February 12th, 
2019, it has been on the number one release list in multiple categories. Now, as a small token of my appreciation, I have created some of the most epic bonuses as a big thank you for pre-ordering your copy of my upcoming book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. That's right, you can begin to balance your hormones instantly with the bonuses that I have created for you today. So how do you get these amazing bonuses? Well, number one, you gotta go out and pre-order your copy of the book at your favorite online retailer. I give you a list on my book bonus page, which is drmarisa.com slash hormone book. Yes, I will have the link in the show notes. It is on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere you can look. It's on the website so that it's super easy for you to dial into that. Now, if you already have purchased the book or pre-ordered the book, you can definitely still get those bonuses. And I do want to encourage you, if there's someone in your life that you think would really benefit from this information, just go and get them that copy. I'm already buying tons of copies for my friends, for all the women in my life, because yes, I got to buy copies of my own book too. But once you pre-order the book and you go to my website, drmarisa.com slash hormone book, You just simply enter your details and the bonuses will instantly arrive in your inbox. It is that simple. Now, what you're going to get, because I always know what I want to know what I'm going to get when I pre-order a book like this. So the instant bonuses that you're going to get is my self-care ritual video series, my hormone masterclass series, which let me tell you, weeks and weeks and weeks in the making, five expert interviews from the Essential Oil Hormone Summit instant access to module one of my Essential Oils 101 course, and some amazing epic cheat sheets and guides. My top 11 supplement hormone guide, five ways to banish sugar cravings, which let's be honest, we have got a lot of sugar breaking up to do after the holidays. And then how to balance your hormones in your purse with, and so much more, by the way. Those were just some of the, the bigger, more fun bonuses that I'm excited about. So here's what you're also going to gain from the book. In case you were wondering, what is this book even about? The Essential Oils Hormone Solution book offers a step-by-step program to reset the body through focused and deliberate changes in daily self-care rituals aided every step of the way with essential oils and powerful nutrition. Now, this book is also going to have over 100 targeted essential oil recipes and lifestyle changes that you can easily implement for your specific needs, including stress, including fatigue, including sleeplessness and insomnia, including weight challenges, including hormones across the spectrum for fertility to perimenopause to menopause, even libido, emotional balance, cognitive function, digestion, and detoxification. I mean, if it's related to your hormones, let me tell you, I cover it in the 19 chapters of this book. The over 400 pages of this book, along with 40 pages of reference bibliography. Like that's how much research went into this bad boy to create it. So if you're ready to balance your hormones without side effects and you want to claim the $300 in bonuses, just grab your pre-ordered copy today at any retailer you love and then head on over to drmarisa.com hormone book and we will get you hooked up instantly with all of those amazing bonuses. So now that you know how to take advantage of those book bonuses, which I hope you get your hands on really soon, let's dive in to this incredible conversation 
on why women of all ages should be weight training. But before I do, I wanna quickly sing Teresa's praises. Now the CEO and the founder of Bikini Boss Fitness, Teresa De Pasquale is an entrepreneurial fitness expert, the author of Boss to Bikini, wife and mother of two. She has made her mark internationally in the fitness industry with her revolutionary online training and content delivery programs. Now she has an amazing social media following. She's got the most beautiful Instagram. So with over 500,000 followers online, her presence continues to grow rapidly because of her straight up, in your face approach to health and fitness. I know that you are gonna love this epic conversation with Teresa and I. Welcome to the Essentially You podcast. Teresa, honey, how are you doing today, girl? Hello. I'm doing well, thank you. Excited to be here chatting with you today. Me too. We're going to be talking about something that we haven't talked about here on the podcast that I personally love, and I love that you're such an inspiration for women around the world, and that is why why women of all ages should be weight training. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh-wee. And because you know what? <laughs> Just a little something on this, you know, when I was in practice for many years, this was the one thing, not even weight training, but exercise was the one thing women like, can I just, is there a way that I can like eat my way out of not exercising? And so I would love to hear a little bit about your journey because I have a, at some point in time, I take it you were not weight training. Yes and no. I mean, I've always been an athlete my whole life, but no, I wasn't doing any kind of a structured program or anything. And my journey actually starts from when I was a child. I actually grew up like super unhealthy. And uh, my mom, she just currently resigned as a president of Steak and Shake Restaurant. So I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's like a big fast food chain. So I grew up with her working her way up through that whole system. So I grew up on fast food and just, she doesn't know about nutrition. And like I was taking medications and like that whole standard American kind of lifestyle. So naturally, I, you know, was having like, allergies, eczema, ADD. You know, when I turned 19, I started drinking alcohol. I like gained weight and I just felt like crap. I had really bad brain fog. I'll never, I'll never forget. Like I used to live in Orlando. I was a bartender. I just felt like my brain was like not working. And I was like, so frustrated with myself. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like I didn't, you know, I'm like, I know I'm not stupid. So long story short, I ended up moving back home, going to school. And when you start college, they make you take like the prerequisites. Like even when you don't know what you want to do, they're like, okay, we have to take X, Y, Z. So I took human biology, which wasn't like an interest of mine at that time. I was like amazed at how the body worked. I was like, what? Like, this is why we eat food. This is why we digest food. You know how we digest food. And this is, so it just blew my mind. And I sat there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like totally poisoning myself with everything that I'm doing. So I pretty much like quit smoking, quit drinking soda, started exercising, completely changed my lifestyle, like literally uh, 180. And then just started becoming obsessed with it because naturally I felt amazing. You know, my skin cleared up. I lost weight. I had energy. My brain worked. I became a completely different person. So that like really just inspired me to get into fitness just because I feel like most people just don't know. It's not, I don't feel like a lot of people are lazy. I feel like they're just not educated as to why, you know, they need to make these choices. And so for me, that was just like my big motivation. And I ended up opening gyms and then I ended up closing and selling the gyms because I had the kids and it was too crazy. And so it's just kind of been this ongoing process. But the funny thing was I never planned any of it. <laughs> it just kind of happened. You were forced to take a biology class. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it started. I was just like blown away that how the body worked. I had no idea. A lot of people don't realize this. I feel like there's so many books on this topic, but 
Food is fuel and information. That is what it is for the body. As much as we've built all this, I mean, your mom working for that fast food restaurant, I doubt anything in that place was fueling the body in the way that it really needed to. No, no. And yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, this was also before we had Google, you know, and all these things. So like, she did, had no idea. I mean, they didn't know anything. Right. We just had Pop-Tarts yeah, then. That's I, all we I, really I, had. I, Sam's Club, like, you know, she came from like depression era. So she thought the more food, the better because she could like provide food because she like grew up starving. So she tried to do her best, but she didn't know. It was an eye opening experience for me to say the least. And naturally, you know how it is. I think most people like us start from their own transformation and, you know, want to help educate and inspire others to do the same. So that's kind of how my whole journey started. When you own the gyms, were you already doing training then? Was that going down? So like, even after you sold the gyms, yeah. So they were totally different. They were more like lifestyle and like kind of fat burning and like, you know, just functional training. I wasn't doing anything with like the competitive or the bodybuilding style or, you know what I mean? Like I was doing weight training for sure, but not like kind of the programming that I do now. So when I ended up closing the gyms, I took a year off and I was like, you know what? I've never done a fitness show. It's, it scares the out of me, <laughs> to be honest with you. Girl, so I, I think like, it scares the crap out of everybody. You know, I don't like, be, I don't, I'm really weird and I don't like being scared of things. So I was like, I have to do it just cause it's like terrifies me. So I like committed to doing it. Did horrible. My first show I had a horrible coach. She was really nice, but had no idea what she was doing. And so I ended up not liking the experience cause it was just like real trashy, but long story short, I ended up joining like another company or federation that it's very much classier and it's fun and glamorous. And so I got with a really good coach and I ended up doing a couple shows there and turning pro. And then kind of along that time is when Instagram came out so I was like documenting this whole journey and I was like one of the first fitness people on Instagram, like literally like one of the OGs before there was like 5 million fitness people on Instagram. <laughs> and so that's kind of how I like got this whole thing going. It was like just right time, right place, opportunity. And there it was. Can we just talk about your Instagram real quick, girl? Because <laughs> goodness, I love your Instagram and most not only because you're gorgeous and just all the things. And if you guys haven't, you guys need to check it out. Tell us what is your Instagram? My Instagram is Teresa Di Pasquale Fit. So it's just like my name with a fit at the end. Your content, the real talk, the authenticity, the mindset, all of it is just so powerful, so profound, and you know, more so the authenticity of it all. So you decide to so go check it out, is what I'm trying to say, all of you right now. Go go find her and love her and just love you'll love everything. And you're gonna all wanna do fitness contests as well once you once you see what she's rocking. So you decided to just jump in, do the thing that you were scared to do, and found the right coach. And tell me a little bit about that transformation. Like, what did that feel like when you went pro? Was your body just feeling like it was working for you? Tell me some a little bit about that. Oh, gosh. Well, to be honest with you, in the beginning, I was with a coach who, in my opinion, was just not educated enough to be prepping people. He had me on like super low fat, super low carbs, low carbs. I was just on everything low. And I look at pictures now of myself, Maritza, and I swear like the bags under my eyes. And I was just so like sickly looking. And I'm like, wow, like it's just doesn't need to be like that. So I ended up leaving him and going to another coach. My third show, I kind of like prepped myself and that's the one that I would turn pro. But since that experience, I've just, I've learned so much that like, if you want to do a fitness competition, it doesn't need to be like, <laughs> like he's the old school. I think people, a lot of people think you have to eat like, you know, tilapia and asparagus. And there's a huge misconception, which a lot of coaches, like the one that I was with do do that, but it's so unnecessary and so unhealthy. You know, you know, from your practice and what you've done, like variety is the key to life. You can't just eat the same things over and over again and getting the you know essential fats and all these different things. And so I went through like a little rough period in the beginning, but then when I kind of found what worked for me, it was amazing. And so the one thing that I always tell people that came out of my competitive fitness 
was it doesn't even matter if you win, to be honest. Like my girls that do shows, even if they don't win, it's like having a goal like that and sticking to it to fruition is so empowering just because you did it. Like you just, you stuck to it. You got on stage. I mean, it's just a very, very empowering thing. So when you do things like that, it's kind of like, you feel like you're invincible. So that was the best thing that came out of it for me. And then I ended up becoming a coach and starting my own team. And so I still do, I still coach girls for it that I really enjoy, but now I'm living vicariously for them. (laughs) Mm, I love it. So let's jump into those fallacies because I feel like there are a lot of fallacies out there. You know, we really just see the pictures and, you know, one of the big fallacies is, is truly the nutrition. Like it feels so limiting to be honest, you know, even when I was learning a little bit about it, cause I, I, you know, I still feel like I know and don't even know enough to be dangerous, but I was like, oh my gosh, just having to do that much meal prep to eat such a limited diet just feels extremely overwhelming. So that's just one of the fallacies, but I know that there's many fallacies here in this world. I mean, I will say like for sure the limited diet, I think that's just coaches that don't really know what they're doing. And I think it's not healthy or safe. Like my big thing with my girls is really encouraging them, like make sure you're switching up your vegetables, switching up your meats. And you know, if you're eating the same things over and over again, you're going to develop like intolerances and all these issues. And that's why so many people coming off these contest preps have all these metabolic problems is because they stick, you know, they're eating the same things for six months in a row, like with no fat. And so they're just a a metabolic shit show is what I like to call it. We don't want that because that lends to all kinds of other problems. Yeah, it does. I mean, you can fix it, but it's just, it's a long road of coming back. I had it myself. I had to actually go through bioidentical hormones and all kinds of stuff to come back after my first couple of shows with that coach. So I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, but it can be done. There's so many, I feel like now we're in a place where there are a lot of really good coaches that know what they're doing. I think the problem is like, just from my experience, they're not cheap because we've spent a lot of time <laughs> spending a lot of time learning and getting, you know, education. And and so I think a lot of people just choose to go with the coaches that are kind of like, Hey, let me just throw up the online you know, coach certification thing on my Instagram bio. And that makes me a coach. So I think it's just really like, if it's something that people ever want to do to just be really cautious and make sure you do your research on who you're taking advice from, that would be like my biggest takeaway. Yes, agreed 100%. I want to pivot a little bit because clearly not everyone listening here, pretty much almost maybe let's say a a high percentage of women are not necessarily looking to compete. Although that's like, we talk about getting to the ultimate shape is a great way to doing that. But let's just talk specifically about weight training and some myths around weight training. I mean, lots of times what you see in the gym is just everyone on a hamster wheel is what I call it. (laughs) Everyone's on a cardio machine, right? Putting in their obligatory 30 minutes. And let's talk a little bit about not only the benefits of weight training for women in particular, you know, because I've been, I've been weight training. I'm not the kind of weight. I don't do a lot of heavy weights. I've been using weight since I was 17 years old and I've always done strength training and weight training. So let's talk a little bit about what it is. What is weight training and why is it beneficial? Why should we be doing it? Because I know that we should. Oh, so there, that's a loaded question. Cause there's so many different answers. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh, where do I start? Okay, so I will use the little slogan that actually one of my best friends and brilliant doctors, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon says, which is muscles, the organ of longevity. And the reason that she says that is because if you think about it, like muscle is our metabolic machine and it, you know, regulates glucose, it controls the calories that you're burning, um, it keeps you strong, keeps your bones strong. So what happens and like what we see is when people are not exercising the way that they should be and their muscle starts to atrophy, they get a lot of metabolic issues going on. So it's so important for a number of reasons. And and something that was really, I guess, mind-blowing or really eye-opening for me, and it's kind of why I'm pivoting in a new direction now as well, and why I really stress about like weight training through decades, not just for women's in their 20s and 30s. I actually went, it was the Museum of Natural History in New York City. 
And I'll never forget it. It was like years ago. And I was sitting there and I was watching this display on like indigenous tribes. And I was watching and this grandfather is like climbing this tree in his, he had to be like in his late eighties or nineties. And he's like climbing this tree to like hack the coconut down and get all the stuff for the, you know, the people in the tribe. And I'm like, wow. And he wasn't the only one, but like, this is how we're supposed to live. Like we're supposed to be extremely active and weight bearing and foraging through the woods and, you know, carrying things and, and lifting through our whole life, not just in our twenties and thirties. And so I think there's just a big misconception and like people feel like, Oh, after 30, let me just get sedentary, you know? And so I think it's extremely important for people to, you know, continue, or if you haven't at least start, you know, doing some kind of exercise of that nature that you're putting, you know, force on the muscles again, just like diet's important. Same thing with exercise variety is important. You know, you want to make sure you're getting a variety of movements. I think it's extremely important because it also affects your brain. So we're looking at all these like brain-based disorders and movement is essential for that. So, you know, movement creates BDNF, which is like the miracle growth for brain. So there's so many reasons that females throughout their lifespan should be exercising and, and doing this kind of resistance training. And I think when you say weight training, people think of like, oh, big bodybuilders in the gym, but it doesn't have to be extremely heavy. I mean, it can just be some kind of resistance or a force, not just getting on a treadmill, like you said, and being a hamster. I hope people take that away from here is that it's just, you don't have to go extreme, but you do need to move. Let's talk a little bit about that, getting there, getting to move. What are some tips for women who really want to get started? You know, because I feel like women still feel very intimidated by the gym or they don't feel comfortable. There's a lot of shame around that. How do we get started with this? How do we make this easy where it feels like, okay, I can do this? So we live in the coolest time because we have access to so much information. You could Google YouTube. There's apps. In fact, I just came out with my workout app. <laughs> I'll do a shameless Yay, plug there. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Well, we're going to be talking about it, girl, in just a minute too, because I'm so excited. But there's so many resources that, are, that can help at a really budget-friendly price or free or whatever that you can even do from home to start to learn. And then once you feel more confident, you know, obviously end up if you want to go into a gym or whatnot, or just continue working out at home. But I think now there's like so many different opportunities for you to do that. You don't have to go to a gym and, you know, if you're uncomfortable going in, the biggest thing that I would tell people is don't just go in and start lifting heavy weight. You know, you want to make sure that you're prepping your body and working on your mobility and kind of getting your brain communicating with your muscles before you really start to lift heavy weight. So if it's something that you're not familiar with, I would definitely advise either investing in a trainer that could help you or doing your research going on, on YouTube and kind of, you know, Googling and, and trying to learn yourself so that you can do it the right way. Because I think part of the problem is people go to lift and they've been sedentary and they haven't used their muscle, you know, they haven't been using their muscles in a long time. And what do you think happens? It's your brain can't communicate with your muscles fast enough. So injuries occur. So the biggest thing is just really learning how to progress yourself properly so that you do get the results you want without the injuries. I absolutely agree with that as well. I'm sure when you walk through a gym, you can see the people. I'm just like, oh no. Yeah. I mean, I, I applaud them for being there, but at the same time, it's like, you're scared because you're like, oh my God, please don't hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, exactly. Well, that's just it. You don't want someone hurting themselves because that that stinks to not be able when you get hurt, you got to take some serious time off. Yeah, you do. And it's discouraging. A lot of people are like, well, I got hurt. Might as well not go back. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We can fix it. Actually, I find the biggest problem just from my experience is, is weak glutes. And so what happens is like they start getting knee issues and low back issues. And so once we strengthen the glutes, they typically have a great time in the gym. Like they work out with ease. They have no issues. Those are booty muscles, ladies, by the <laughs> way, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Gluteus maximus minimus and yes, yes. Make your peach. That's right. And you know what? You have you have honed in on those on those booty muscles, girl. <laughs> uh. So yeah, I mean it's 
it's not my favorite thing to work all day, but I definitely work it every day. And, and that's actually part of, because I have to, um, I have just from years of gymnastics when I was younger, I've got really big quads. So I've always been quad dominant. So for me, working my glutes every day was kind of like a corrective thing, like corrective exercise. So that just became like my thing. I don't know. I just started doing it every day and I still do it. If I don't, you know, do that, I think just from, like I said, from gymnastics, my hips get so locked up and I have issues. So it's kind of like become my specialty. Yeah. Cause every time I catch videos, I'm like, Ooh, she's doing some more. Yeah. Videos. I mean, that's just like my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we got to start doing this, but I want to really tie that in, you know, a lot of the women who are coming on having hormone issues, they're having metabolic issues, they're not able to lose weight. And again, it's connected to hormones, but also we've got to be moving our bodies. It's such a big piece of what I talk about all the time. And let's talk a little bit about the importance of building muscle for really optimal metabolism. Like sell this audience on how building lean muscle helps to create a healthier metabolism will help us to, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily lose weight because I don't know if that's everyone's goal, although my feeling is it could be some people's goal. It makes you more, more fit. So it's exactly. A, it yeah, makes it makes you better. more fit and weight loss is a side effect of a healthier metabolism. It makes you look good naked. Well, yeah. so <laughs> that's why I say I'm like, don't look at the scale. If, I, if you look good naked, we're winning and your clothes, you know, fit better and you feel better. So basically, this is the way that I tell people. First of all, another big fallacy or myth in, in fitness is that people think if you put on muscle, you're going to get bulky. But the reality is, is women don't have the hormones, especially if you're talking about women in the age demographic of you know 40 to 60, that men do. So you're going to lift weights and you're not going to get the same response that a man would lifting weights. So right away, they have to. I tell people, I'm like, you have to understand, you're not going to look like that because you don't even have the hormones to contribute to that much muscle mass, right? Like women that want, like, to do the fitness shows that I do, it takes so long to build muscle like that. <laughs> and if they're building a lot of muscle, they're on exogenous. They're cheating. Yes, exactly. They're on outside <laughs> things that we're not going to talk about. Um, so <laughs> okay. that's the first thing people need to understand is is really like that's pretty much never going to happen unless you're like a, a genetic freak or something. So number two is you know, if you look at muscle and fat, muscle is a metabolic tissue. And so if you're talking about compared to fat, muscle is going to burn calories at rest, whereas fat is not. So if you're like, and there, and you've heard of the word the term skinny fat. And so people mm -hmm, can actually mm -hmm. look like they're not fat, but have zero muscle, but they're constantly in that state of they're just squishy, soft or whatever, and anything they eat and they blow up, you know, that's why most of them don't eat anything. Whereas people with muscle can eat a lot of food all day long and they're completely fine because their muscle is just torching all those calories. And that's why a lot of the bikini fitness people that you're talking about remember eating all day. It's because they eat a lot of food because they have so much muscle. It's like a metabolic machine. I'm not saying to go to that extreme. I'm just explaining it does require a lot of food to feed the muscle. So if you're looking for the best bang for your buck and you want to feel the best and be tightest and, and, and be fit, I would highly suggest that's why weight training is so important. It's for so many reasons. How often do you recommend weight training per week? Well, what are we looking at? And not so much what you're doing every week. I think minimal for health, you should be doing it three times minimally to five times. And it's going to depend like what the goals are. So for example, if somebody comes to me and they just want to be healthy, that's one thing. If they want to put on more mass, that's another thing. Some women want to lean out. So that's another thing. So like, that's kind of how we design the programming is based on what their goals are. But just for overall health and well-being, I mean, I would say weightlifting at least three times a week. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I wanted to ask you just to get just to have it from from the expert. What are we looking at here? <laughs> <laughs> some people will say more. I know, like some people will say, but I, I personally know that, like, as long as you are eating a proper diet, which is a whole other topic to discuss. But if you're eating a proper diet to support the muscle that you have, the maintaining part is easier. So if you're not trying to build a ton of muscle, you know, as far as like mass, then yeah, three times a week is adequate, and that's great for your brain. 
and all those other factors that we talked about, your bones. Oh, well, absolutely. Preventing things like osteoporosis. I mean, we were meant to move just kind of like how you discovered in the, the Natural Health Museum is that we, we were always designed to move. We're not meant to be the people in the Wally movie. <laughs> we have little little hoverboards that take us everywhere. It's not meant to be that way. See, civilization, it's amazing, but it also, we've gone backwards in a lot of ways, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like, I'm not telling people to go live in the woods and climb trees, but, <laughs> but I'm saying that understand how our brains are hardwired. And if you understand that and you move that way, and then obviously understanding how you should eat, you're going to feel amazing. You're going to look amazing. You know, you're not going to struggle with the weight or the illnesses. So we've got how many times we should be doing this. We've got the reason why we should be doing this. But, um, you know, that other big consideration is time is our biggest asset or time is what we have the least amount. It seems like we have no time, especially with women today, especially with the with the shift in our civilization, with the shift, the way women are operating. You know, we have so little time. So tell me a little bit about how do we make clearly we make it a priority because we make it a priority. But what are some tricks to make it a priority? And two, what are some strategies for us to do it? If we keep saying to you, we don't have time for this. So here's what I always tell my clients is instead of saying you don't have time, replace it with this is not a priority and see how you feel. Because at the end of the day, mm. that's, that's the truth. If it's a priority, you're going to find time. And Ouch. so, yeah, it's the truth though. You know me, I'm not going to share it. No, you're not. Ouch, ouch, ouch. But that's, it's the truth. If it's a priority, it's just like people are dating. If it's a priority, they're going to make time for each other. If it's not, probably. Ain't that the truth, girl. Not. It is so true. You will make time for what's a priority for you. But that's why I'm so big with education. You'll see me putting up educational posts all the time because I could just sit there and spew like, here's a workout. But if people don't understand why, they're not going to be really inclined to actually work out. If you teach them like, here, it's better for your brain. It's better for your body. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, definitely work out. So it's the biggest thing for me is like shifting people's paradigms as to why they should work out. And then it takes that like negative, you know, like, oh, I have to work out to look good. It's more like, oh, I want to work out because I want to feel good. I want to be healthy, you know? And so kind of gets you in that vibe. Another thing is like, this is, and this is what I find personally, it may seem like you're taking time away from your day to put towards a workout, but when you work out, you are so much more productive. Your brain is on fire. You're organized. It sets the tone for the day. I usually try to get people to work out in the morning if they can. So you'll be shocked at how much more and how much better you perform after workouts than when you don't. So I find when people start working out, they get more accomplished. (laughs) And that's personally for me as well. So I think it just, you know, people are looking at it the wrong way. And just like Mm. anything else, kind of like scheduling, you know, an appointment, you know, if you have an appointment that you can't miss, you got to put in your calendar. So just figure out how to put it, how to make time for it. It's a priority. Do you find a lot of women that when they are first getting started with this are setting up with accountability buddies or having an accountability buddy? I'll tell you what, I am my husband's accountability buddy. I'm always like, we're, we're going, we're going to the gym, we're going to the gym, we're going to the gym. It's constant. It's that in his vitamins. I'm like, take your your vitamins. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is definitely easier with a partner. I mean, that's why I do find like I do online training with my clients, but I do find like there are some people who just have to go with a trainer. You know, most people, if they're a little self-motivated and, you know, like, cause I'll give them the exact plan and workout and they have, they know exactly what to do, but they have to have the, the willpower, the motivation to go to the gym and do it. So there are outliers that just don't want to do it. You got to be self-motivated, but it's just like anything else. I tell people, I'm like, look, commit to making yourself do it for the first week, even though you don't want to do it. Just suck it up and do it for one week. At the end of the first week, you're going to feel better and it's going to motivate you to keep doing it. So it's just really learning to push yourself. You know, you're not always going to be motivated. That's why you got to be committed. That's why in my book, the whole first part is it's called mental fitness. 
because fitness is mental. Everything, it's all mental. So it's just really changing your mindset on everything. Mm, I want to talk about that in just a moment. I, I just wanted to just kind of a little mention, you know, we get to hang out definitely several times a year. And what I think is so interesting is I feel like you are the accountability buddy for so many people because even on these trips, and let me tell you guys, she works out everywhere, anywhere, everywhere. There's no excuse. No matter what town she's in or if she's international, it don't matter. And you'll see pictures wherever you're staying with. You guys are out there working out. I don't know. I've not been there and I haven't done it with you when we're at those same events, but it's just cracks me up to see there's like two or three of our girls, you know, our friends with you, <laughs> you know, because they're just like, okay, she is going to keep me accountable. I'm going to work out while I'm out of town. It's just so great. So I love it. I think accountability is so, is so clutch. If you do find yourself really struggling, that was kind of the thing that got me in to begin with. And now I feel like, like I said, my husband's accountability partner, but let's talk about mindset because that is such a big piece because I always tell people, and I don't know if, if you say this as well, but it's really, you got to get in the door or get into your garage or push the button on the DVD or whatever it is. That's usually the first step. That's the hardest step. So talk about how we can overcome that mindset. Yeah. I wrote a post last year. I, I need to repost it actually, because I think it's a really good point. And I, this is like something that I do and I should probably share it again. But when I feel like that, like say I'm like dreading the workout or dreading the cardio or whatever it is I'm doing. I will literally go and do the hardest thing first. So like, let's say I go to the gym, I'm going to get on the treadmill and go sprint. Because once you start just get, like, getting the heart, you know, once you just dive right into it, you're like, okay, this isn't that bad. It's the, it's the craziest thing. Like when I'm outside, like doing like, let's say I, when I do do cardio, I'll be like jogging. And then when I feel like I'm getting tired, and I want to stop. I'll make myself run harder. So it's amazing what you're capable of if you get in the right mindset. So I just feel like it's really getting mentally strong is how you're going to be successful. And that's with everything in life. And that's, that's in fact, that's what Gabrielle and I were starting. Dr. Gabrielle, we're starting a, new, a whole new business based around being mentally strong and kind of taking ownership of your your health and your life. And it's just like our guiding principle. I love that. That's definitely my guiding principle. You know, this, this podcast is all about becoming the CEO of your health, but it's really that. It's taking responsibility. There's accountability in that because when you look at, I mean, not to say that in every instance we get sick because of our choices, but there's a lot of instances where that's the case, you know, taking some responsibility of that, eating the ugliest frog first, even in your workout. It works for me when I don't feel like doing it. I just, I push myself just to get there and just get started. And then once I'm done, I've never heard a person that had regretted a workout. And have you? No. Anytime I don't want to go, I'm like, oh, and then I go and I'm like, oh, I feel so much better. It's just learning to push yourself through that little moment where you're like, oh, because I get it too. People think like, you know, it's not like I love to work out all the time. Like a lot of times when you see me at the events and stuff doing that, it's because like, I just feel better. Like I just, I like moving. It makes me feel better. And especially if we're going to go and sit in a seminar and I need to use my brain all day, <laughs> I need to go move and, you know, get, get my juices flowing. So that's just what works for me. And it's just kind of teaching people to have that mindset and really strengthening the discipline muscle, just like anything else. It's a muscle. The more you do it, the, the more, the stronger it gets and the easier it gets. Hmm. I love that. And you're right. It is turning on your brain. You know, it's, it's amazing how well it activates the brain. It just kind of, even just oxygenating the brain, I think is so, so important. Um, I agree. I love working out. I definitely don't work out as much as you do. I always love it because I know all the benefits that happen. And you're right. I've never left a workout thinking, man, I wish I could just take that back. Exactly. You always feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I, I just trained myself to think that way, you know, think about the end result, not like the process of getting there. That's so perfect. I want you to talk a little bit about your Bikini Boss fitness app for us. And I know you're doing a giveaway. So tell me a little bit about this and what you've got for, for our listeners today, honey. 
So I actually just launched my new Bikini Boss Fitness app. And what I did was I created to start, we're doing two 90-day workout programs. So I talked a little bit on my Instagram stories about this, but basically I designed it to where it's not a lot of equipment because I know everyone's crazy busy. So sometimes if you can't get to a gym, you want to work out at home. I do that sometimes as well. So I've made it with minimal equipment as possible. The beginner to intermediate workout can be done actually mostly at home. And then the intermediate to advanced is more geared towards the gym. So it's kind of like for all different fitness levels. It's designed in three phases. The goal of my workout for this particular program is to get you sculpted and lean. So like I told most ladies, or excuse me, are not looking to put on size or mass. But if they were, that would, you know this isn't the program for them. It's more designed to get them super fit and lean looking. And it's got a mix of strength training. I've got some mobility worked into it and some plyometrics. So if people are on here are just starting, you can always, you know, we call it regressing an exercise. So if you can't do a jump or something like that, you can always start off with just a static exercise. But I really tried to make it for all fitness levels. I do tend to get a lot of beginners who start. And so this is a really good beginner workout because the conditioning portion of it's really good at kind of getting your brain to communicate with your muscles before you start lifting. So for people on here, if they aren't lifting, like we were talking about, and they want to start, that would actually be a great program for them to start with because you can kind of get yourself primed and ready, get your nervous system working with your muscles. This way, when you actually start adding the weights in, you get better engagement and recruitment and you also avoid injury. Mm, I love it. So yeah, I mean, I feel like my listeners are very much in the lean camp, like get lean, get toned. I mean, get their metabolism back on track. I think that's, that's my camp for sure. And where can we find this, honey? Yeah. So if you go to bikinibossapp.com, you can actually download. It's it's only for iPhone right now. We just came out. We'll do uh, droids eventually. But bikinibossapp.com, you can download, get the subscription and then open it in the iTunes store and you will be all set. Yeah, we are doing a giveaway. So the giveaway is basically for the first week of anybody who downloads it. If they post up a screenshot with the hashtag bikinibossapp giveaway, and I'm going to be choosing three people for a custom meal plan programming. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's great. I love it. I love it. And goodness, congratulations on all the work. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm so proud of you, girl. Oh my goodness. And like I said, you you. guys have got to go check her out. So one more time, Teresa, honey, where can we find you? Where can we get this amazing inspiration? Yeah. So Instagram is my main platform. I do Facebook as well. They're both Teresa Pasquale Fit and it's T-H-E-R-E-S-A-D-E-P-A-S-Q-U-A-L-E Fit. And we will have that in the show notes. Is there bikinibossfitness.com or is there anywhere else? Yes. Yeah. My website is bikinibossfitness.com. And then my book is available at boss2bikini.com on Amazon. Perfect. And we'll make sure to get the link for that too. So we will put it into the show notes and all the good things. Any last, any last inspiration, my dear, that you want to leave us with before we, we end our conversation? I think the biggest thing I would say, if you want my biggest piece of advice is, you know, you have to learn to push yourself to do what's best for you because no one's going to do it for you. So it's just like you're saying, be the boss of your own life. I call it putting your big girl pants on. (laughs) Mm, I love it. Putting the big girl pants on. And then one, one last question I have for you. Usually I give people some, some opportunity to prep on this girl. I totally forgot. So here's the question. (laughs) I'm just going to have to go off. No no pressure. No pressure. (laughs) You're off the fly. What is one thing, one healthy habit or natural solutions that you do every single day that really moves the needle for your health and well-being? Well, obviously work out. (laughs) (laughs) That is a given. And to answer your question, I actually don't lift weights every day, but I always exercise every day. So exercise could be a walk or a jog or I do longboarding or some kind of movement every day. But I also actually just started meditating, which has been a really amazing thing for me. So Mm. that's another one as well. 
Love it. Okay. So yeah. making, I love exercise. I was going to say it's booty movements. That's, that's the one thing. <laughs> Move your body. Love it. Well, thank you so much, honey. Thank you for coming in and sharing your wisdom. It was such a Absolutely. pleasure. I can't thank wait you to for see having you. me. Absolutely. And I'll see you soon. All right. Have a great day. Bye guys. I don't know about you, but I agree with everything that Teresa said today during our interview. You know, it's so important for our longevity to weight train and anyone can do it, but especially we as women, right? As we get older into our 30s, 40s, 50s, and even past menopause, weight training is such an important part of ensuring that we have healthy bones, that we're lowering our stress levels, that we're supporting our cardiovascular system, and that we are keeping our brain healthy. Now, if you're wondering, I don't know if I can do this. Just think about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? The Supreme Court Justice. I have seen videos of her weight training at the age of 85. So if Ruth can do it, so can we. Now, if you are ready to get moving for the new year, Teresa has the most perfect app. It's her new app to get you started. So check out her brand new Bikini Boss app, at bikinibossapp.com for amazing workout plans and basically a workout that you can do from anywhere. And what I love so much about the way that Teresa educates is that she makes it so easy, so seamless that anyone can do it. So thank you so much for stopping by and listening in to the Essentially You podcast today. On the next episode, I am jumping back in the hot seat to talk about a topic that has changed my life. I am breaking down the three critical reasons why your hormones need a detox, and I can't wait to see you in that next episode where we are going to learn why it is so important to get your body back on track. Until then, have a wonderful week.